Hey kids, this is me, Icy Robots. Welcome to the first ever episode of the world's famous Icy Robots show. We got a ton, like a literal ton of super fun stuff ahead of us. We're gonna, we're gonna go visit the moon base. We're gonna talk about some stuff I bought. We're gonna, we're gonna find out what's going on with Steve Balboni, Bigfoot Hunter. So, without further ado, Mr. Grandpa, kick the beat. OK IC Robot, I am on the Tech 12 This is One Time for Your Mind. The world's famous IC Robots show. Wow, man, this is super weird. I haven't been up on the Jupiter moon base in like a year and a half. How how wacky. Ever since the um ever since that quarantine start, they've had the workers just like kept up here the entire time. They haven't let anyone in or out. And as you know, I was going through that weird thing where they fired me and whatever, but I have a meeting with a Pooptronics HR person right now. He's He's supposed to meet me right here. I don't I don't see him, but uh, we're going to have a meeting about them rehiring me and what's going on up here. Should be fun. Oh, looks like uh, looks like he here he comes. Hello, IC robots. Welcome back to the Jupiter moon base. Oh, hey, thanks, man. Nice uh nice to be here. It's um everything everything looks really different than than when I left. Where's the Where's the where, where's the cell phone tower? As you can see, many things here have changed. For example, we are no longer in the deep space mobile phone business. No? Really? Oh, that's wild. Uh, well, well, what's what's going on up here? What do we do? We follow cutting-edge technology, of course. Yeah? So, uh, what, what is this? Some kind of warp speed deal or maybe like AI or some advanced robotics or uh, something like that? We are mining cryptocurrency naturally. Oh, oh, for real? You know, I gotta, I gotta be honest. I don't even really understand how the, the mining process works. What is this, like Ethereum or Dogecoins or is it like Bitcoin or something? No, not Bitcoins. That is old news. Oh, man, don't tell me. I have an idea where this is going. Don't say it. Yes, we are mining Johnny Coins. live life a quarter mile at a time. Now let's return to Earth and see if I see robots bought anything fun this week. I uh I did get a couple cool things this um this past week. The first thing that I got was a new baseball hat. I've wanted a new baseball hat for a while. Normally I rock like a Oakland A's hat, but I, I wanted to like um I just I don't know man. I wanted to have like another hat that I could wear if the um, situation so arose. I wanted some variety in my life. I think you guys know how um, how that goes. But, like, I was really stuck, right? Because I couldn't get a hat of any team that opposed the Oakland A's. I couldn't get, like, a Toronto Blue Jays hat or any of these other teams. They had to be, like, no way involved with Major League Baseball at all. So that left me with, like, with, like, a few options. I could get, like, a standard hat, like, just, like, a nondescript, like, designer logo hat or whatever, you know, like a hat with, like, a Nike swoop on it or, or whatnot. Or I could, like, go to the minor leagues. I can get, like, a minor league hat. But then I'd have to get, like, a Oakland A's affiliate hat. And I, I didn't really want to, like, dig into that too deep. And then there's, like, there's all kinds of other leagues over the over the years. You know, baseball has had, like, major issues with um segregation. So there was, like, you know, the Negro Leagues. And there was, like, the Hebrew League. And then there were, like, leagues in Cuba and stuff. So I started... I started, like, looking into these and, and looking into, like, various other leagues. And finally, like, I sort of settled on, hey, man, I should get, like, a Japanese league. 
baseball hat because there's just like absolutely no way that anybody in the Japanese league will ever have like any any sort of a conflict on the field with the uh, Oakland Athletics. So I I did a little research and I I looked into it and I wound up getting myself a hold on I'm gonna I'm reaching for it right now even though like it, it doesn't really even matter. I got myself a Tokyo Giants baseball hat like my dude Sadaharu O used to wear. It's cool, man. It's like it's black and orange, which was the uh. That was the colors of my high school, Santa Rosa High, so it has that going forward. It has, like, a, a Y and a G. They're officially the Yami Yuri Giants, so it has that logo on it. But it's, um, it's a comfortable hat. It's one of those deals with, like, the, uh, like the belt kind of attachment in the back. Not with the snaps. It, like, goes through a loop like, like, like a belt. It is, it's made by American Needle. It kind of has that already, like, worn-in look, which is something that I... That I appreciate it, but I, I've been wearing that one around. The only thing that I that I that I worry about is that people might see it and think that I am wearing a San Francisco Giants hat. I cannot stand the Giants, but historically the Tokyo Giants do predate the San Francisco Giants, not the New York Giants, but the the later model San Francisco Giants. So if anybody tries to step to me, I'll be able to school them with that info. Even though like I can't really imagine that ever happening. That would be be like a wild turn of events. But uh, I like this hat. It's comfortable. It uh. Fits it's well, it's black, which is cool, but it's made of a material that doesn't like, doesn't like necessarily collect lint. I have a cat and I have a dogs and I, I, I worry about pet hair. I try to, I try to avoid wearing black, even though black is like the most ubiquitous color when it comes to t-shirts and things. I try to avoid black because I don't want to, I don't want to get like covered up in hair. You know, I hate, I hate having to do the lint roller gimmick and it's just, I don't know, man. There's like... Some materials come in black and they just like collect cat hair worse than others. So it's like, you can't really take the risk of having that happen, so I just sorta, I just sorta avoid black altogether. But, but this hat is black, it's made of a nice material that seems to deflect cat hair, so I'm pretty happy with that overall. I got, uh, I got something else too, I got this at the flea market. I actually, factually got, um, I got two of these. It is a real as Max Steel G.I. Joe. Well, it's a, uh, it's a 2001 G.I. Joe 2-pack. G.I. Joe, the Real American Hero Collection. It's, it's a 2-pack that contains Destro, and it also has a Fast Blast Viper. This is, I believe, the sixth version of Destro, and the, um... The first ever version of the Fast Blast Viper. I got this for, well, I got two of these. I got two of these two packs for 20 bucks. The cards are like, they're super duper duper water damage. Like, they look like they've been stored underwater. But the figures themselves are in great shape. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna open this up on the show right now. I really, I really had to bargain for this. I went up to the guy and I was like, hey man, how much do you want for these? He's like, two for 20. I'm like, how about like, how about like two for 15? And he goes, nah. And I go, okay, fine. How about two for 17? And he's like, no, I can't do it. And like, I had to, I had to walk away because I, I didn't want to be the loser in this bargaining situation. But at the same time, I wanted the Joe, so I had my wife go back later and uh, get them for me at the uh, at the twenty dollar price. Let me let me cut into that. That was the Arthur Franzarelli brand switchblade, first time ever used on the world famous Icy Robots show. Let's stick this in here. These are these cards are very corroded, so it's coming off a little easier than I would have expected. But um, oh, I just hit a snag. As soon as you speak about something being easy. You're gonna hit a snag, but let me, let me pop this open. We got Destro on one side. His name is James McCullen Destro. And then we also have a fast attack Viper. These are both, these are both pretty cool. I like this version of Destro. He looks familiar. Like, I swear I had this at one time or another. The pack came from, 
It came from Kmart, and it was a uh, $5.99. The, um, I just pulled Destro out here. It's Destro, and he has, like, a, a very long pistol, and he has no backpack, but he does, he does come with a stand. Let me pull the stand out. He's very loose. It feels like I'm going to have to replace his O-ring sooner rather than later. The O-ring kind of holds the whole thing together. His head's wobbly, his body's wobbly, but he's in mint shape besides that. Let's pull his, uh... Let's pull this gun out of here. It's some kind of um some kind of a machine pistol type deal. I don't know. It, it looks like so much bigger than his hand, but it went in there quite easily. These aren't like these aren't made out of that super rigid plastic like the uh, old school Joes are made of. There's a little bit more give, so I was able to put his uh his weapon in his hand without any sort of any sort of risk of breakage. The fast attack viper is pretty cool though. This one this one looks familiar too, I could have sworn I had him, but he has like, he has like a bazooka that he carries in his arm, and then he has a backpack and a cord. The backpack and the cord connect to the bazooka. Let me pull these out. I apologize, I'm sorry for all this, all this ruckus. Let's get this together here, put this in here. Let's see, the cord goes up here at the front on the bottom, attach that here, then run it to his backpack, all very smooth. He also comes with one, two, three, four, five, six little missiles. I don't know. Oh, these go around his feet. That's why this guy's familiar to me. I have this. I have this figure somewhere in my box of like assorted Joes. I must have, I must have bought this pack, but each one of the missiles goes into a, a slot on his boots. There's one, two, three, four, five, six slots. One, two, three, four, five, six missiles. He's a cool figure though. Very, very cool with a lot of neat accessories. I'm definitely happy to, uh, to have him in my collection. I have far more, I have far more Joes than I have Cobra. So he's going to be a nice addition. Right there, his backpack just fell off. I also have another pack of these. I'll, I'll spill the beans on what it is, but um, it's, it's Double Blast, who is, he's Roadblock. I don't know why they call him Double Blast. And then also Crossfire, who is like, he's some kind of machine gun guy. They're both supposed to be like machine gunners or whatever. But this one... This one also came from Kmart. It says Kmart exclusive, $5.99. The card is also water damaged. We'll open that one at a later date when we have a when we have more time to talk about toys and talk about life and talk about things like that. But both these guys are both these guys are really cool. I do like the Destro. My version of Destro is the uh, the OG first series Destro, but this one's pretty cool, man. I got I got no beef with him. His head isn't like super shiny like I would like, but it is like silver. And the way his uh, O-ring is a little wobbly, it kind of goes side to side and it looks like he's like, like he's giving you some guff. He's giving you some lip, moving his head side to side. What are you guys talking about? Trying to talk about Distro like that? How even, how, how are you going to do like that? But he's cool, man. I, let's put the missiles onto this guy's boots while we're at it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Now we can throw this away. Put this here. And we'll put these in here. This was actually like the first G.I. Joe thing I found at the flea market in quite a long time. People know that G.I. Joe is the thing and they they hoard it, but I if I see it, I'll buy it. I can't I can't resist. The ten dollar price tag for these was it was actually pretty good. On the online, these go for like thirty a piece. Which isn't really that crazy of a price, you know? These aren't like these aren't like OG real American heroes or anything, but they are like actual factual G.I. Joe's, actual factual three-quarter inch 
with uh with O-ring. So to me, they're as good as anything that's ever been produced as far as like they're gonna go on my G.I. Joe shelf, you know what I'm saying? They're not gonna go on like the G.I. Joe bin. The bin of death. So I got two, four of those on here. Let's see. This one's weird. The one in the front goes on upside down. Maybe I ha maybe they're all supposed to go on upside down, and I don't. And I just did it wrong. Looks like, looks like they can go either way. But the way that it fits with his foot, the front ones definitely need to go on upside down. Got that there. It's a weird place to keep your your bazooka missiles on your on your boot. I don't know. I would keep them in like a bandolier, like I was Rambo. A big bandolier like Chewbacca with a bunch of, like, bazooka rounds on it. But he's cool, man. I'm definitely going to have fun with these guys over on the uh, G.I. Joe spot. Man, I was just happy to get some G.I. Joes at the flea market. It was a day I didn't even want to go. Like, I did not want to go. I woke up. I was grumpy. Just didn't want to go down there. But then I did, and I found these. So it turned out good. We're going to... We're going to move forward a little bit. Oh, geez. I got a new message from our guy, Steve Balboni. We've all been wondering what happened to him. Last time we heard him, he was on the run. There were Bigfoots invading his camp. Him and Donnie had to head for the hills. Let's find out what happened. Next installment, Steve Balboni, Bigfoot Hunter. The Curious Adventures of Steve Balboni, Bigfoot Hunter. Alrighty, tidy whitey, this is me, I see robots, and we are back for another installment of Steve Balboni, Bigfoot Hunter. If you don't know, if you don't know, if you're unfamiliar, Steve Balboni is a Major League Baseball Hall of Famer, he's an all-time great, single-season home run record holder, lifetime Major League Baseball home run record, I think at one point he actually factually broke um, Joe DiMaggio's uh, hit streak record, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that that happened a few years back, but at any rate, him... And another Major League Baseball great, Donnie Baseball, a.k.a. Don Mattingly, headed out into the forest in search of in search of Bigfoots and any other cryptids they may come across. When last, when last we heard from Steve Balboni, it sounded as if the Bigfoots were in their camp. Wait, Donnie, you hear that? God, it's him, it's Bigfoot! Run! Sounded like he was uh, in in some kind of trouble with the Bigfoots all around. The The last we heard from him was this. He sent a picture from his phone. He didn't have any sort of a text message to go along with the picture. It was just a photo. You can see it on my Instagram. That's Instagram.com backslash robot. You can see it on there. It's some kind of a some kind of a wooded structure. It looks like it's on a beach, maybe like a riverbank. I'm not sure, but it looks to be something of that sort. Maybe like a... Like a baby Bigfoot den, I know not. But since then, we have received another message from Steve. I'm gonna play it for you guys in a sec. It's, it's a, it's a long time coming. Let's let's play that now. Hey, uh, this is me again, Steve Balboni. We've been on the move with Bigfoots all around us for weeks. Yeah, I said Bigfoots, plural. There are at least five on our tail. Donnie is scared, but he's doing his best to hide it. I'm scared too, but I, I can't let him see that. I, I see robots. This might be it for us. We're out of snacks, ammo, and most of all, hope. If you get this message, send help. Well, 
when I first got this a couple couple weeks back, I, I I put a lot of thought into who I should contact about help. I I know that they're in Washington, but I don't know where, so I wouldn't know exactly who to call there. I could maybe I maybe could like call the Washington um State Parks Department. I don't know, but in the end. In the end, I decided to to call the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame because I felt like they would be the most equipped to handle a situation like this involving involving such an illustrious Hall of Famer. I called. They they did their best, but they they weren't a lot of help in the end. They they kind of leaned heavily into Steve Balboni's background as an adventurer. This isn't his first time out there in the woods. They said he's always. He's always made it back in one piece before, so we have no reason to to think that he won't make it back in one piece this time. I played them the messages. I played them over the phone, but they were they were very dismissive of the whole thing. I I also in the end I did try to get a hold of the Washington State Parks Department. I left numerous messages but have not heard back in, in any form. If I knew like if I knew like a exact locale of where they were, I could call the the sheriff in that area, but I'm I'm at a loss. I feel like I feel like I've done a lot of the things that I can do to help, but I haven't received any kind of any kind of help back. If you have some ideas, hit me up on the tweets at icrobots hashtag Steve Bell Bony Bigfoot Hunter. Let me know what you think I can do. That was that was a scary message. If you listen closely, you can hear like Bigfoots in the background there. I I heard at least three or four different roars, and that was like. That was, like, too close for comfort. If you have, like, the stereo earphones, it's, like, one on one side, one on the other side. So it sounds like they're, sounds like they're surrounded. Not a, not a good scene at all. I hope that, um, I hope that our guys are out there, and I hope that they're safe. I hope that we, we hear back soon, quite honestly. This is, uh, this is a scary situation. I'm a, I'm a big admirer of Steve's. I've been following him since, like, way back in the Yankee days, and I, I followed him to the, uh, to the Kansas City Royals. I followed him over... Over to the uh, Japanese League when he went there and roped some dingers. I've been a Balboni fan from way back. Even even a Donnie Baseball fan. Don't give up hope, Donnie Baseball. If you're listening to this, don't give up hope. I know that you're scared. I don't know how you would be listening to this, to be honest. But I guess he keeps calling and he keeps leaving messages. So maybe he still has a couple bars on his phones left. So, Steve, if you're listening to this, I'm doing all that I can to help. Please, if you can, let us know your your exact location. We can call some kind of search and rescue team in the area. Maybe get some mercenaries out there. But uh, until that time, I know not what to do. Let's move forward in the show with with a heavy heart. Let's move forward in the show to our to our new workout segment. It'd be great. We built this city on getting Welcome to We Built This City on Getting Swole, the all-new workout segment where we only care about two things, our freaks and our peaks. When I say freaks, I mean all the lovely ladies in my life, and when I say peaks, I mean like the bump on my bicep. We're all about getting swole, we're all about getting huge, we're all about getting fit, we're all about having fun in this world. When they when they started to like open things up, when I got my second vaccine shot and I was able to start like... Like going back out in the world and doing normal world things. The I expected like I expected like major changes. I don't know what I thought. I thought I would grow wings and I would fly off into space and have a have a beautiful time like a like an intergalactic Pegasus. But it didn't really turn out that way. Not that not that much changed to be honest. Because I am sort of like 
am sort of a homebody. I do like the same things over and over and over again, like a lot of us do. And there's there's not a lot of variety involved. But the uh, the major change was the gym opened up, and I was able to start going over there again. I belong to a Bennett's gym here in Santa Rosa, the last of the old school iron houses. That's the uh, that's the slogan for the place. They just basically got like torture devices and tons of weights laying all over the place, and you're you're on your own to pick them up and put them down and move them around and hopefully try to try to get more fit. It's weird. We still have a mask mandate here in California, which I which I do agree with. I I I think that it's you know it's just for the best to play it a little cautious, see how things plan out before diving in. It's like sticking your toe in the water to make sure that it's. That it's good before diving all the way in there and getting chomped by a shark. I don't think there's anything wrong with playing it cautious. But it is weird to go to the gym and be working out with, like, a mask on. It's hard. I've noticed that nobody over there is doing any sort of cardio. Like, very little. There are, like, there are like a few guys on the treadmill. And there's, like, a few guys on the uh, elliptical machines or whatever. But, like, by and large, it's just, uh... It's just people hanging and clanging, hanging and banging all over the place. I'm having a good time, though. I'm having a good time. I, I do enjoy going to the gym. I do enjoy lifting weights. I... I do want I do want to say one thing and I state this all the time. I am not fit. I'm not Johnny Fit. I'm not Scott Steiner. I'm not Road Warrior Hawk. I'm not Scott Norton. I'm not any of these guys, but I'm but I'm trying. And that's what I that's what I want for you guys. I just want you to try. I want you to enjoy getting fit as much as, as I do. Who knows if I'll ever get fit? I think about that sometimes. I don't I don't like I don't expect like some massive body transformation. And I don't think that like I don't think that like one day I'm gonna look like Arvid Ingen. And then the next day, I'm going to look like the Ultimate Warrior. I just don't expect it. But I I do enjoy the process of picking up the weight, putting the weight down, picking the weight up, putting the weight down. It's very, it's very relaxing to me. And then when it's over, I'm super tired and I, I want to go take a nap. And that nap is like one of the best naps you've ever had in your life since we've been going back to the gym, like regularly. We try to go three times a week and so far we have kept that up. I, I find myself like... I'm sleeping sounder than I can recall sleeping in, like, a year. Like, I'll go to bed at, like, 11, and then when it's time to wake up, I just cannot pull myself out of bed. It's, like, almost impossible. And that feeling is, like, really great because I've never been, like, I've never been, like, Johnny Sleep. I'm not, like, I can just, like, lay my head down, fall asleep, wake up eight hours later. I kind of get up a couple times during the night. Sometimes I go to the bathroom. Sometimes I get up and eat a couple potato chips or whatever. I, I do kind of have, like, this broken uh, sleep process. And this lifting weights is really, really, really helping that process in, in, in very obvious ways. I hit the bed, and I am zonked. I, I wanted to talk a little bit about, like, what I do with the gym, in case you're new to the gym, in case you... In case you're considering joining the gym and it seems a little a little daunting, it does feel daunting. It does feel that way. But like once you start going, once you start getting into it, it becomes like just a just a part of your life. And one thing I I found is that like people think that like gym people, the people at the gym are, are watching you, that they're spying on you and they want to see what you're doing. And that is true to some degree. People do like to see what other people are doing. I think that that's I think that's basically for, like, the, the, the uh, getting ideas. I, I watch what other people are doing, and I see what they're doing, and sometimes I'll, like, take these things and incorporate them into what I'm doing. It's not like I'm judging them. It's not like I'm doing anything like that. I find that, like, I find that, like, by and large, gym people are, are largely nice. Like, they're they're trying to improve their life, and they just kind of are happy that you're trying to improve their life, your life, too. It's not, it's not like you would see in old movies where, like, the gym rats are jerks. I haven't seen anything like that ever. And all the times I've ever gone to the gym, I've never seen anybody, like, actively, like, vocally be a jerk to each other. The jerkiest things I see people do are, like, not putting their weights away or, like, not wiping the machines when you're done so you have to, like, sit down and somebody else is 
disgusting sweat. Those are the things you see. But when I go to the gym, I I start off doing some hack squats. It's like a hack squat machine. It's like you sit down in it and you use your legs to like lift weights. It it works the muscles in the front of your legs as well as the back of your legs as well as like your calves. I I think that like I think that like people by and large and in, and in, in ignore their legs at the gym. And to me, that's that's craziness. We all know that myth about like leg day being the one that people skip. You gotta you gotta work your legs, dude. It's cool to have big biceps and it's cool to have like a jack set of uh, deltoids. But like, if you can't get around, if you're immobile going into your old age, it's like, what's the point, bro? I guess you'd have like. I guess you have, like, these buffed arms to, like, spin the wheels on your wheelchair when you can't get out of your easy chair anymore. But, like, I don't know. You got to do that. I do the hack squat. And then I do, like, this other machine where, like, you, um, it's kind of like a thigh master. Think of, like, the Suzanne Summers thigh master. It's like that. That improves, like, your hips. You need, like, you need to have, like, muscles in your hips for, like, side-to-side movement. I want to, I want to stay spry. No one out there is getting, getting any younger. And it's very important for me to, like, try to stay spry. I want to stay mobile. I want to stay quick on my feet. I'm not even quick on my feet now. I want to become quick on my feet. I want to be spry. I want to be able to jump out of my chair. I want to, I want to retain as much mobility as I can going into my, into my ninth decade here on, uh, on earth. I do that. And then I'll, I'll do some upper body stuff. I lift things over my head. I myself, I prefer machines and I'll tell you why. I know that like lifting free weights is supposed to be much better for your overall strength. And I am certain that it is. I agree with that a thousand percent, but like, I don't want to drop weights on my head. I don't want to be, like, lifting things over my head. I slip. Kabonk. I got a 45 plate stuck in my head for the rest of my life. I don't want that. I'd rather I'd rather play it safe and use a machine. That's just me. I do lift some free weights. But, like, I, I figure also I'm paying to join the gym. I paid to join. I paid to sign up. So I do want to, like, mess with the fun little gadgets they have there. If I just wanted to lift, like, a couple dumbbells, I could just buy the dumbbells and put them in my garage. But I do have dumbbells in my garage, and I don't do it. So I think that, like, the uh, the machines are, they're kind of an allure. They're kind of fun to mess with these, like, weird torture devices. But I do that. And then I do this machine that works your triceps. The, uh, the triceps are, like, the muscles on the bottom of your arms. Like, the opposite of your biceps. And, like, as you get older... It becomes, like, harder and harder and harder to get out of a chair. And I I see this with, like, my grandparents. I see this with all kinds of people. It's harder to, like, push yourself up. So I figure, like, I'm going to work my legs. And I'm going to work my triceps. Because this is the muscle you use when you're pushing up. When you're pushing yourself up from a seated position. And, like, I'm going to get these, like, super strong. So when the day comes that I can't get myself out of my easy boy, I'll be, like, I'll have, like, these giant jack triceps. Like, I'm Rick Steiner. And I'll just, like, push myself right up into a, uh into a standing position. I'm trying to think ahead. And I think that like for all of us out there, it is time to think ahead. The time to focus on your fitness is now because who knows what might happen to you in the future. You might come down with like hepatitis or the bug or some kind of disease that like melts your bones. Who knows what happens? The time is now. Let's all go join the gym. It's generally not too expensive. We signed up through ours. We signed up for ours through our insurance. They offer like a lower monthly rate for people who are full-term members. You might want to look into something like that. There might be something you have that you can also do. So consider all these facts until we meet again. This has been We Built This City on Getting Swole. I'm here at one with nature, clearing my mind, clearing my thoughts, getting myself prepared spiritually, mentally, emotionally. I've forgotten what it's like to lose. This is the world's famous I See Robots show.
It sure is, man. We're gonna get ready to get ready to take it home. I've been doing uh doing a lot of hiking lately. That's nothing new. I like to go out there and walk the earth and 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 free my mind from all these all these city blights, all these problems here. But that's that's neither here nor there, man. I I really expected that, like the entirety of the world would change the day that I got got the vaccines, and I, I have gotten the second shot. I got it the other day. I went over to the fairgrounds here in Santa Rosa. They had like they had like a vaccination clinic set up, and it was it was really smooth going. I I don't know why they waited like five weeks from my my first appointment to my second appointment to get me all set up. I saw like I saw all the same people that were there getting vaccinated the first time that I that I got my first shot. So. I realized that's just how they were doing it, but I, I'm not sure why. The whole thing was really well organized, though. Really cool, really easy. I got in, and I was out within, like, I don't know, 20 minutes. They make you sit there for 15 minutes and, and wait at the end to make sure you don't, uh... To make sure you don't, like, turn into the Incredible Hulk or get inverted. Like in that movie Tenet, the latest, uh, Christopher Nolan film, Tenet. You might... You might get inverted, but I, I was fine. One of the cool things they had was they, they had, like, this group of dogs. These people brought in support dogs. So, like, while you were getting vaccinated, they, they brought a dog over for you to pet while you got your shot. I got to pet this uh, big golden retriever, and that was that was definitely cool, man. I'll, I'll go out of my way to pet a dog. So it was fun to have one brought right to me, and it made it so that, like... It made it so that, like, I honestly didn't even feel the shot. It goes in so smooth. The next day... I was, like, a little bit fatigued. I felt, like, a little tired, but nothing, nothing major. Kind of like, kind of like a day when you have, like, a, like, a bit of a hay fever attack, you know? I was, like, a little sniffly, a little sore, a little fatigued, but, like, nothing to stop me from doing anything that I wanted to do that day. You know, I just had, like, a normal day. Did a bunch of stuff. I just kind of, I just kind of packed it in early and, and went, went to bed, but, uh, it was, it was all good in the hood, but I gotta, I gotta say that, like, uh, the entirety of my life didn't change in the way that it would. I thought, like I said in the last segment, that I would grow wings like a Pegasus and fly off into space, but I, I'm still here in the office, I'm still here at the Earth base, I, I do go more places than I went to now, but it's not like, it's not like I'm running off to the movies, it's not like I'm running off to WrestleMania, it's not like I'm running off to, a. Uh, gut fest 89 to see digital underground i'm still just like i'm still just hanging and banging around the house but then again even before all this started i was still just hanging and banging around the house so i don't know i don't know what i expected but it does it does feel nice to be like safe safe from all the uh ills of the world we still do have a mask mandate here in uh good old california for a few more weeks at the at the, at the very least and like i said last segment i think that that's prudent i do feel that like in a lot of ways it's good to uh good to err on the side of prudent c let's Let's see, I have something here that I want to share with you guys, but I don't know where I put it. I think it's, I think it's on this shelf. Is it on this shelf? No? Oh, here it is. What I have in my hand right here is something that, uh, something that I turn to for guidance from time to time, and I thought it might be fun to share some of this wisdom with you before we, um, before we head for the hills, celebrating the end of the first episode. What I have in my hand is a set, a set of cards. They're called Messages from Your Animal Spirit Guide, and they're, they're like oversized playing cards, kind of like tarot the tarot cards and your boy doesn't normally mess with the dark magic but these are all like these are all animal spirits so i think that this might be fun might be safe i found this i found this at the flea market a while back and every once in a while i'll like pull one out and see what they have to say they have like a picture of an animal and then that animal gives you some guidance that you can take with you into your life let's let's see what we have for animal wisdom in our first ever episode of the world famous icy robust show let me let me pull it out. What we have here is the condor. The condor has an image of a, a bird soaring through outer space, and it says, You're too enmeshed in this situation, so step back and see the bigger picture before making any decisions or taking actions. That's always good advice, dude. You always, always, always want to examine the bigger picture before you make 
before you make any moves. So in the spirit of the condor, let's take a step back. Let's step back two steps. Let's step back three, maybe even. Let's let's just see what the actual factual things of uh, something are. There's there's like this thing called the Parallax View. I think it's a movie with Richard Gere as well. But the meaning of it is that like things change their appearance as you change the angle that you view it from. So let's try to take some of the problems that we have in our lives right now and maybe maybe just like turn an angle this way. Turn an angle this way and see if they're different from that side. That's always good advice. The spirit, the spirit of the condor speaks through me. Condors are like a, they're like a California species of bird. When we first moved here from um, Illinois, I'm trying to put the, trying to put the cards back in the box so the magic is safely contained. I don't want to have that running around the house. But when we first moved to California, the California condors were like in the news all the time. They're on the verge of extinction. I think that like over the years they've grown into a a more safe, a more hardy population. But at the time, they were almost out of here. And coming from Illinois, I had never, never heard of the California condor. So it was kind of interesting to see that, like, in the news all the time. There was, there were all these stories about, like, a, a condor laid an egg. And they would, like, protect the egg with all, all that one would do to save an endangered species. That was wild. Totally different. But, um, <coughs> I hope you guys are doing great. I hope that this time away from me was healthy for you, as as healthy as... As it was for me to be away from you. I'm just kidding. It was sad. It was very heartbreaking. I, I'll i be back soon. You guys will be... You guys will have me back in your life regularly. And it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. And I have like an awesome uh, sign out for this show. I hadn't really thought about it till I'm like neck deep in it right now. Let's let's see. The show is called World Famous. I guess I could just say. This is me, Icy Robot, signing off for the World Famous Icy Robot Show. All right. Um, and bring it on. And you know I got to have that. Some people listen because they want a mystery Some people listen, then say we're whack But if they miss the show, they get the heart attack Now look at you, you sit